Welcome to PlayStation Daily. I'm John Blanco, and today we've got another question and answer show. You give me the questions, I'll give you answers. Not the answer, I'll give you an answer. Take it however you want. Uh, we got a bunch to go through today, and some people have sent multiple. Thank you. This is great. I, I need more questions. <laughs> we will kick it right off with Hambone Johnny, who writes in and asks, Take-Two just announced they'll be showing a trailer for the next GTA game in December. Have you played GTA in the past? Are you looking forward to the new game? Is there a setting, location, and or time period you'd like to see? Interesting question, because this morning... As I record this, they did announce that in December there will be a trailer. Very weird to announce that a trailer is going to be coming. Um, I think that's worthy of a question as to why a company would do that. But I know that Jason Jason Schreier uh, leaked ahead of this, which I I don't I don't understand. But anyway, sometimes we hate leakers, and sometimes people like leakers. I don't know. Uh, that this would be happening. So yeah, it happened. Have I played GTA in the past? No, I have not. I actually did try. Uh, I got GTA San Andreas. I didn't play many games other than DDR on my PS2, especially early on. And I did try it. I just didn't love it. I couldn't tell you why. I, I think I'm just not comfortable in the setting i guess if i'm gonna play an open world game where you do quests and do things i just prefer fantasy i guess um so no i haven't really played it i i did think about um what was that recent release they did with the three games um i was gonna try one of those i know i know one was on game pass one's on ps plus i certainly didn't want to buy it because i i was afraid i wasn't gonna like it again but yeah i haven't i haven't done it Am I looking forward to it? Possibly. I'm I'm willing to jump in. I'm sure none of the games have any sort of continuity. Um, so, yeah, I'm curious to see what GTA 6 is about. I, I haven't played GTA 5, which is super popular. I haven't played the online. Is there a setting that I'm looking forward to seeing? I don't know. They I guess the settings have been like the coasts and... I would say a setting that would be interesting is something totally different that you wouldn't expect. So like maybe some Midwestern town, uh, maybe a small town GTA, you know, um, you know, what do they have? San Andreas, Miami. These are all like big bustling towns. Uh, New York is always fun, but we just had Spider-Man. So I don't know. Maybe Canada. Let's pick a Canadian city and everybody's really nice. All right. We have a question from Solo, and I have to go to a different app because copy and paste didn't work with Google Docs. From Solo, this is Esten. Having just got your platinum in Spider-Man 2, and I did, do you feel at times that Sony needs to have more of a tangible reward for getting platinum trophies? For example, gaming points like in the PS app per platinum trophy that we can put towards virtual currency or PS Plus membership subs. That's a great idea, actually. The PlayStation Stars program uh, gives you points for playing a game, literally just starting it. And there are games that are on PS Plus that you can just start. And like I said recently, you can just use the streaming and start it. So you don't even have to download the thing, which I think is probably good for them because everybody downloading a game just to like start it and then delete it is a waste on their resources. 
I think it would be cool to give people rewards for platinum trophies. Now, they do already have some rewards for getting certain trophies in a game, and I think that's very interesting. Certainly, it doesn't demand that you play, you know, potentially 30, 40 hours of a game. But there are some trophies, like I know they have one for Slay the Spire that I was kind of tempted to try, but like it involves playing the game pretty significantly. Uh, same thing for I know Sea of Stars, even though that reward I don't think ever worked. I did all those trophies and I didn't get any um, reward for it. So maybe first they should fix the issue where you don't always get the reward, even if you got the trophies. But yeah, I, I could totally see that. I mean, they can totally do it. They have the ability to make a, a platinum trophy a reward. So yeah, I think that's a I think it's a great I great idea, Aston. I want my Spider-Man <laughs> reward. I don't platinum very many games. Um, but I platinum this one mostly because of the previous questioner, Hambone Johnny, uh, telling me that I should. Speaking of Hambone Johnny, I'm about finished with Spider-Man 2, just having a handful of the main missions left to go. What a game. Really enjoyed this one. How soon do you think they'll put out DLC? What storyline or characters do you hope they'll feature? I'm glad you're you're wrapping it up. How do you know you've almost wrapped it up? Um, I adored Spider-Man 2. I adored all the other games, but this one is definitely very special to me. I feel like the games are getting better each one. I liked Miles Morales better than the first one. I like Spider-Man 2 better than all of them. I know that Spider-Man 1 had several DLCs because by the time I actually played it, there was like, I think, four or maybe five of these small DLCs. And I'm really looking forward to getting back into Spider-Man 2 every time they put one out. Um, I don't even know if they're free or paid. I I, I wasn't around when those DLCs uh, came about for uh, the original Spider-Man. But I am there, whatever it costs, for all the DLCs. And um, I've 100% of the game. I've platinum the game. So I, whatever I do, I'll start clean. So fantastic. And I'm so glad you actually did enjoy the game. In terms of storylines or characters, I'm one of those Marvel people. Well, I'm not a Marvel person. But when I watch Marvel movies, there's always these references to some character. And there was one big one at the end of this game. And I'm like, I just put my hands up. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> so so um, what would I like to see? I don't want to see any of the same stuff, Green Goblin, you know, other characters we've seen before. I actually enjoy seeing newer characters and getting to know them. And most characters in a game um, are new to me. So, uh, yeah, I just like to see some new characters. We did hear that they're going to accentuate Miles Morales going forward, so which is interesting news to hear. And... Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I want to see something new, I guess. I wouldn't mind seeing another new Spider-Man, you know, right out of the, the multiverse. That might be interesting. But, uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoy the Spider-Man games for the little storylines and the interactions, you know, Peter and MJ and, and Miles and, so I, I'm just hoping that whatever it is, it's a, it's a nice new story. I feel like they can't do the two Spider-Man thing every game. And who knows how long this series goes. So featuring one will probably make it a little bit easier for them. You know, this is not the the standard going forward. But whatever they want to do, I'm, I'm excited for. I'm, I'm like I said, give me something new and I'll be happy. All right. Next question is from Esco Richard. Is PSVR 2 a priority going into its second year next year? 
over under on how many first party games will be released for the PSVR 2 next year. Let's settle down here first. Let's get some first party games for the PS5 before we worry too much about the PSVR 2. I think 2024 is going to be a big year for Sony and first party games. I think 2024, I think going in, they felt like they weren't going to have much. Uh, maybe a game or two actually got pushed out of 2024. They probably knew they had to get Spider-Man out. And I was a little worried that Spider-Man could be buggy just because they had to get it out. But it actually was pretty good. Yeah, there's a couple bugs. But I mean, the game was absolutely great. Uh, I would like to really focus on getting some first-party games out there. Especially that Marvel's Wolverine game. I'd like to see that. Um, and yeah, just some other stuff. I know that there's some other games. Uh, Stellar Blade, I believe, is first-party I just hope 2024 there's more first party games. Now, the only reason why you can't get too upset is there's so many games to play that. Yeah, OK, I didn't get a lot of first party games from Sony, but, you know, we got Baldur's Gate 3, which was practically a, a console exclusive this year and just a ton of other games, Street Fighter, Diablo, you know, everything. So but I do I do. They do a great job with their games. I'm playing Shadow of the Colossus right now, and I'm reminded about how good Sony published games are. And I also mentioned earlier this week, Until Dawn, I'm really excited to play. So we know how good their their published games are, and I'm looking forward to more in 2024. Some other news about PSVR 2, I had it on my Christmas list this year because I just wanted a new gadget to play. And I decided yesterday, um, I don't think I want it. Uh, I would I, I would love the curiosity of it, but I know I have to keep it in my room. It's over $500. And the thing that really reminded me that I just shouldn't get it is because I have my son's Oculus 2 in my room. He practically gave it to me, even though I got it, to, got it for him for Christmas like four years ago, and three or four years ago. And so I, I actually have unadulterated access to it. It's on my floor. He hasn't asked for it back. I can play it whenever I want, and I don't. Now, the PSVR 2 would be much better. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't get it down the road, maybe at a, a significant price decrease. But there is so much to play right now. I really don't need what amounts to another console adding to that pile. So I'm just going to pass on it for this Christmas. I have some other plans for what I want to do on Christmas. But yeah, I'm just going to pass on PSVR 2. So hopefully next year they do get a bunch of games. Um, hopefully that doesn't interfere with the PS5 first party games. And then I will get one. All right, back to Hambone for his final question. I know you've talked about getting the portal. Oh, the PlayStation portal. Okay, I was thinking the game portal. I know you've talked about getting the portal. Excited to hear what you think. I have the PlayStation version of the Backbone controller, and it doesn't get as much use as I thought it would, so I'm a little hesitant to pull the trigger on the portal. Sell me on it. Why should I get the portal if I already have a Backbone? Also, are you planning to get the new earbuds or headset so you can use the audio link feature with the portal? This is a great question. Thank you, Hambo. I'm not going to try to sell you on the portal yet because even though I have a pre-order for the portal and I am super excited for the portal and I'll explain why in a second. I am going to, I'm expecting, what is it, November? Let's say we're, we're about a week ago, a week away. I'm expecting to see some reviews for the portal probably beginning Monday of next week. And if it's a disaster, or it doesn't work well in the house or anything like that, I might just cancel my pre-order. I'm looking. So so here's what I'm going to try to sell you on. 
What I'm hoping for from the portal is the technology is specifically designed for lossless gameplay in the house. That's all I need. I would love for it to be able to work outside the house, but I generally just use my Switch for that. I don't need that. I don't love cloud gaming, but I want it to work really well in the house. If it, if hypothetically, and I don't think this is going to be true, but if it worked as well as cloud in the house, I don't know if I would want it because I just this week played games like Until Dawn over the cloud and the gameplay experience between playing on the TV and playing on the cloud or playing directly on the PS5, playing on the cloud was night and day with that game. And I don't want to like have to think about every game and what that experience is. And it's going to be different. And I'm going to play Tetris on my console, but I'm going to play this game on the, the portal. I want it to be, and I say this with air quotes, perfect. That's what I'm looking for from the portal. And I, I like the native experience of it. I like that it is a real PlayStation DualSense controller with a nice eight inch screen in between. It's not OLED, but it's a it's a bigger screen than even I have on my Switch. And the backbone and then just using remote play with, I know some people use an iPad or a bigger screen and then, you know, use a different controller. <laughs> I just want an all-in-one experience. I just want to grab my portal, go upstairs, end of story. I want to turn on the portal. It's going to automatically talk to my PS5. There's no crazy configurations. There's no Bluetooth programming that I have to do. It's just going to work. I want the same controller in my hands, the same as the same as that I'm playing on the PS5. And even if I did like a, an iPad thing and brought my actual PlayStation controller upstairs, I still have to like prop the screen up on something on a pillow or whatever. I just want it to be the same experience as a Switch. Yes, I wouldn't be able to leave the house with it, but that's fine. I just want to be able to play PlayStation while I'm watching TV the way I do today on my Switch. So that's what I'm looking for. Can I convince you? You know, uh, the Backbone went on sale this week at Target for 50 bucks, which is a great deal. The, the, the reason why I don't use a Backbone is it's designed for, as, as far as I know, it's designed for your phone. It's a smaller screen. Um, you know, the, the controller adjusts and squeezes in your phone and then you play wirelessly. It's just, it takes setup. I have to have my phone. I have to make sure my phone is charged. I have to make sure the, the, the backbone is charged. And then I play it. I have a small screen and it's not the same controller as a PlayStation five. So I just don't want that. I'm getting the portal because it perfects that portable experience. And like I said, Baseball season coming up in April when I'm watching, you know, my my preferred way to do it is to watch my Mets on my big screen and I play generally my Nintendo Switch and I can play while I watch. I can't play PlayStation while I do that. So now I will be able to. So I'll be able to watch Broncos games while I play my portal. It's it just flips it. I don't have to choose. And there's so many times I played a Nintendo Switch game rather than the PlayStation game I wanted to play because I also wanted to watch Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, whatever. So I'm super excited for it. But if, if we hear news that it's not perfect, I'm not getting it. As for the wireless stuff, I actually am interested in the wireless earbuds. But right now I have a wired headset that I just bought that I really enjoy. It's upstairs. And if I get the PlayStation earbuds... I could, I could probably use them with my PlayStation 5, but I already have my 
my my pulse headphones for my PlayStation 5 and sometimes sometimes you know just thinking about upgrading and stuff is like cool but it's like what do I do with the old stuff and then I feel like I just wasted more money on it I am not an audiophile enough that I can tell the difference between elite audio and whatever I have now so the whole reason I don't want to get them is because I have my pulse headset that I paid a hundred dollars for it's on my ps5 I just don't want to go and get a pair of headphones just for a portal. I couldn't even give them to my wife because I expect my wife to play with the portal a lot too. There's a lot of games that I want her to play on PlayStation, but she likes to play her games upstairs. So the portal will be good for that. And she's not going to wear the earbuds or the headset anyway. So I'm happy just using my wired headphones for now. Um, Down the road, if something happens to my PlayStation headphones, maybe I'll upgrade. All right, we got another question from Solo something. With, sorry, I know I should call you Solo. I, it's just stuck in me. You changed your name. You're Solo now. You're Solo something to me. With the, <coughs> it's almost the same question. With the portal coming out next week and Sony advertising streaming as part of their tiers of subservice along with a movie app now, do you think with this volume of streaming, they are going into what will we see the portal becoming a permanent cornerstone of the PS ecosystem with updated versions? Um, I don't know if we're going to get updated versions of it because it's really, it doesn't have a processor, a processor on it. So it's not like a switch or an iPad or an iPhone or something like that. I don't think that they'll have to do that um, a year in and year out or so. I do agree with you. I, I think what you're saying is I think that this device will at some point do native streaming. I just, they didn't have streaming when they kind of talked about this, but it does have Wi-Fi on it. And I can see them unlocking that in the future where when you use the cloud, you know how the, um, Google Stadia, its innovation was that the controller had the Wi-Fi in it. So when you press the controls in order to keep down the input lag, which is an enemy of cloud streaming, that it directly communicated your input up to the server. And so by not having the controller then have to talk via Bluetooth to the system, which then had to communicate your input lag to the system, they got rid of one hop, right? That is the advantage that a PlayStation portal could potentially have. And I can't see why they wouldn't take advantage of that. So I can see in the future when the PlayStation portal can now directly speak with a firmware upgrade, can now directly speak and play cloud games remotely. Um, As far as I know, they're not advertising that now, but I can see that happening in the future. And if they do make another model, then for sure, it will do that. But I'd be shocked if it's not ready to do it right now. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, very excited, though. All right, next question. Tanya. Tanya asks, now that you can't share PlayStation clips to X, formerly known as Twitter, how will you do it? This is a great question. I was so happy to get this one. Thank you, Tanya. Because... <laughs> so this was announced this week. I announced it on the show. PlayStation announced that they weren't going to support sending photos or clips from the PlayStation 5 and probably the 4 to Twitter. I'm not going to call it X. It's Twitter. And I was like, perfect. Great. 
love it. I'm 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 an Elon unbro, right? I think the guy is completely mental, off his rocker, uh, and he kind of like sails along on the fact that he bought Tesla or something like that. But here's the thing: I did not realize that Microsoft Xbox doesn't let you share clips to Twitter anymore. And some other companies don't do it. Now, surprisingly, as far as I know, Nintendo still does it, which is shocking because they're always like way behind. But it seems like they're way behind in getting rid of it. Here's the important thing to understand about this. The reason why they are dropping access is not some, you know, Elon unbro stance, not a political stance or anything. It is because they have to pay for it. The Twitter API used to be free. And when Elon joined in his weird quest to find ways to make money, but doing it in the absolute worst ways possible, he started charging for the API because he knew the people using the API were mostly companies, apps, whatever. And that's when we saw these third-party apps just drop off a cliff and die, right? Which was absolutely lame. And now... We're saying you can't do it from Xbox or PlayStation. I mean, it's it's absurd. Now, the reason why you can still do these from the PlayStation and Xbox apps is because when you share a clip from your phone, you're actually not using the Twitter API. It's actually interfacing with the Twitter app. Okay, so on iPhone, these are called activities. So... So apps advertise themselves to other apps and then they can share from there. So that's why if you're a PlayStation player, you know, you can still use the PlayStation app to share your captures. Luckily, the captures get to your phone, you know, rather quickly, and then you share from there. But yeah, PlayStation and Microsoft don't want to pay Twitter bunches of unnecessary money to use their API. They're, they're charged by how much bandwidth they're using. It's just not that important, right? I mean, Nobody's going to use the PlayStation because they didn't see them share on Twitter. That's kind of the error in Elon's world is he thinks that somehow these things are vital to PlayStation's business or Xbox's business. They're not. They're just services. They're just one more thing they can advertise that they do and and let people share on their social media. But they're not going to pay millions of dollars to do it. So now you lose that access and... Where and I know I'm getting I'm getting way into the Twitter part of this, but now like the reason why Twitter was just the de facto social media standard, the reason you, you watch the Today Show and they're giving you their Twitter handles, is because it was just used everywhere. But if you if you incentivize people not to use it because you're charging them for everything, you're charging them for blue checks, you're charging them for Xbox and PlayStation, you're just you're getting rid of the third party apps. It's not it's not become the de facto anymore. And that's why we live in a world where people say, oh, I don't know if I want to jump on threads and I don't want to if I want to jump on Hive and I don't want to you know jump on all of these services, Blue Sky, because because now they are all competing. And over the next year, you're going to find that they're competing more and more and more. Right now, Twitter still has tons of subscribers. But, you know, I used to be on Twitter and now I'm not. And this show is only on threads because because it's just it's it's changing. The dynamics changing anyway over over answered your question. But go to your PlayStation app. You can find your captures and then you can share to Twitter from there. And you always will be because it's just interfacing with the app on your phone. And that's it. Now, you have to have it on your phone in order to share. 
but there you go. All right, last question. Down to the last one. This is also from Solo is his third question. <laughs> what would it take to be famous on the Dads After Dark show or the PlayStation Daily Show? Is there an app... Is there an application process, a panel interview by your peers, proof on a punch card of certain games you have finished? Well, Solo, I've made you famous right now by talking about you. That is why you are famous, and I expect a lot of fan mail to come in to try to get your home address and telephone number. Um, that's what's going to happen. Yes, you are famous if you ask a question, and I name you on the show. So you don't have to apply. You You have it automatically fantastic lovely <laughs> by the way dad's after dark show you can check out that podcast as well i also do that with my partner drew there we talk mostly nintendo there but that brings us to the end of our questions thank you everybody uh i i love answering the questions and uh it was a good show today i went a little long i didn't want to split it into two parts like last time you know what if we go 25 minutes it's fine it's still very little time and now it's all done. That's it. All right. PlayStation Daily is your daily podcast for everything Sony PlayStation. You can send me topic ideas you'd like to hear me talk about. More questions, because I'm already planning the next question show. Feedback for the show, like what do you like or not like? Do you like the Friday chill? Or just say hello on threads, and not Twitter, at PSDailyPod. Or send me an email to PlayStationDailyPod at gmail.com. Hope you've enjoyed today's pod. Happy gaming, happy holidays, and until next time. PlayStation.